So Jenny Campbell is here. Usman Darbo is excused. Alder Dina Nina Martinez Rutherford is here. Alder Conklin is excused. Angela Jones is here. Tiffany Malone is here. Megan Miller is excused. And Matt Fair is here. The chair is yours. The chair is yours. The floor is yours, chair. <laughs> the chair is mine. Great. Right. Thanks, Ben. Uh, first order of business approval minutes from the December meeting. To take a motion. Thanks, Angie. Take a second. Thanks, Matt. Any discussion? I see none. I see no weird faces. We will approve this via unanimous consent. Great. Minutes are approved. Next up, uh, public comments. I think we still have none, Ben. I just pulled the report. There is nobody uh, registered for public comments. Great. Next up, disclosures and recusals. Anybody needs to disclose or recuse their participation relationship with something we are deciding on today? Angie? Not today. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> we'll find out when we get there. <laughs> uh, all right. Then we have new business. Uh, the first one uh, is transferring emergency respite hotel program contract. So let's get a motion and a second on the floor, please. Move approval. Thanks, Matt. Second from Alder, Dean, and Nina. And then Sarah, please regale us. I would like to give you a quick overview. Um, so this is the city funds of $45,000 for severe weather response, just like Tuesday or tomorrow um, is one of the um, part of the community response for um, the severe weather um, event. So for singles, so tomorrow for singles, most singles should be able to get to either men's shelter, uh, porch light men's shelter, or Salvation Army women's shelter because they do not turn away based on capacity issues. The only people who are not able to go in would be a very handful of people who had suspensions. So people with um, most people with suspensions usually get like one day or three days. They can still go in on cold weather nights. But there are just a handful of people with very significant violence issues um, still cannot come in on cold weather nights. So those individuals get identified by the shelters and then they get shared with um, outreach providers um, during CARES conferencing. So we do safety planning for those individuals. So um, currently about seven, in the, uh, seven rooms are being used for singles and couples for this duration of the extreme weather event. Families, it's a different issue. Um, they, we do not have enough shelter space. So Salvation Army has 36 rooms. YWCA has 12 rooms. Healing House Medical Respite has about, uh, can accommodate up to three families. And then days, the DV shelter um, can accommodate 14 households. But that's not enough to accommodate all the families who uh, wish to come to the shelter. So currently we have 50 families on the wait list. Most of the families are doubled up um, with families or friends. 
but 14 of them identified as a Monday that they are unsheltered, meaning that they are sleeping in their cars. So these hotel funds, um, the city funds, and then um, county funds would help those singles who cannot get into the shelter or who just will not go into the shelter and we're concerned about their safety, and then families who just cannot get into the shelter because of the capacity issues. So currently there are 10 families um, who are in the um, hotel program. So city funds can fund for extreme weather emergencies like snowstorm, like watch or warning type of thing. County funds are a little more flexible and a little more. Um, they have about 170,000, we have 45,000. Um, their funds can be used um, on just cold weather nights. That's 20 degrees or lower. Um, so yeah, uh, we were contracting with Friends of State Street family uh, who historically have raised private funds to provide some hotel funds. Um, they applied in our uh, funding process, uh, got awarded 45000 but it's just organizing this big uh, number of um, hotel rooms, like right now we're doing 17, is too much for the all volunteer full-time, you know, job uh, folks. So they let us know um, last year that they won't be able to take these funds. And so um, our recommendation was to, we checked with um, outreach uh, at the outreach providers meeting, anyone willing to take these funds. And we had one volunteer who happens to be Catalyst for Change um, that's uh, contracting with the city for street outreach already. And then they're also contracting with the county for their hotel responses. So that made sense. And since it's less than 50,000, uh, it doesn't go over that threshold. Um, we thought it could um, go through non-competitive selection um, to award them these funds. So uh, friends of State Street Family and Catalyst have been working together in the past years. So it's the transition is working out well. Thanks, Sarah. For like tomorrow night, who's managing the hoteling? So currently Catalyst is doing it. So they cannot use the city funds quite yet because we don't have this approved yet. Um, but they have county funds and United Way was able to help um, out later last year too. So that's community effort okay great uh questions comments from the committee i don't see any great uh we have a motion we have a second we'll do it by unanimous consent seeing no upset faces no thumbs downs we will be approved so let's get these people safe thanks sarah Next up, uh, we are taking authorization and negotiation and execution, purchase and sale agreements. Da, 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 youth centered housing developments. Who shall take us through this one? While we're doing that, I will get a motion on the floor. Thanks, Angie. Second. Second from Matt. Hi, John. Good evening. Um, so the resolution before you is on our youth-centered housing development at 1202 South Park Street. Um, you might remember that uh, in our 2022 uh, capital budget, 
there were $2 million of ARPA funds that were directed for a youth-centered housing development. Um, the city has land banked 1202 South Park Street for a number of years, and we decided that that was a great location for a for this type of a project. Uh, we ad administered an RFP process, and back in October, um, we have selected uh, JW Realty and Investments, um, led by Julian Walters, who is here to answer any questions that you may have um, as our um, developer partner to undertake um, this project. So um, the, and Lynette will correct me if I'm wrong, but the resolution before you is to um, uh, give us the green light to negotiate um, a purchase and sale agreement with Julian on 1202 South Park Street, as well as um, uh, execute a, a loan agreement with Julian um, should he receive tax credits. Um, the purchase and sale agreement is actually really important for his application to WIDA. He needs site control to, to apply for those tax credits. So, um, and that application is due on January 26th. So, you know, crunch time. Um, and I think that's that's it for me. I can answer any questions. And right, just to make note that um, Julian is registered in support and here to answer questions as well. Thanks. Questions for John or for Julian? I see none. Great. Uh, okay. We'll do this one by unanimous consent as we always do. Uh, Looking around, anyone object? No objections seen? Julian, congratulations. We're approving. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> you guys have a good evening. You too. Thanks. All right. I mean, this might be the quickest CDBG meeting we've ever had. Uh, we'll see. Item number four, approval of rental rehab it, you know. program guidelines. What's that? I said you just jinxed it. <laughs> Uh, let's get a motion for these program guidelines. Move approval. Thanks. Uh, second. Thanks, Alder. And Lynette is off camera tonight, but she's going to talk us through. I, I am. Um, so, uh, we actually had at our December meeting, um, the changes that we were proposing for the rental rehab program. Um, and so that was very helpful to get your guys' uh, feedback in December. Um, and we incorporated all of the changes that you suggested at that meeting. Um, the two major changes that the committee suggested um, at that meeting was making sure that it wasn't language of if we went um, or allowing us access to future units if we asked for inspections, but being a little bit clearer that when we ask for inspections, um, that we would be um, getting access so we can make sure if we're investing rehab dollars um, that that uh, property management or uh, property owner is keeping those units up to code. Um, so we've adjusted that language. Um, and then the other um, recommendation that you guys uh, put forth is waiving the application fee also in those census tract areas. So we have three areas um, in 2024 that we are going to focus on of 0% interest loans and with a waived application fee. Um, the goal there is to 
um, hopefully entice some of the property owners in that uh, area to utilize this loan program. Um, we will launch the program in February. Once you vote on these program guidelines, our graphic designer is working on marketing material for us in different languages so that we can work with building inspection and our alders um, and the apartment association to get word out that these uh, are available, that this program is uh, re-available. Um, I plan in probably uh, the fall of 2024, making sure that it's an agenda item again to bring back to the committee um, so I can update everyone on um, based off of the changes that we made, if we are seeing success of individuals applying for the program or not, um, and then maybe pivot if we are um, still seeing a lack of response to that program. I'm done. Great, thanks. Committee members, questions, comments? We saw these last month, so. Great. Once again, uh, please gesticulate negatively if you disapprove of this, but otherwise we will consider it approved by unanimous consent. Uh, next up, let's talk about the work plan for the year ahead. All right, this has no motion to it, uh, but uh, for you guys to just kind of see what's um, going on in the next couple months. And what's most important, though, is um, potential in-person meetings. So 2024 is very busy for our unit because it is the year that we are working on our consolidated plan. So that's our next five-year plan that we have to submit to HUD to say, here are all of the needs that we have in our community. Please continue giving us money because these are the strategies that we want to use that those federal dollars with. Um, our public hearing meetings per HUD have to be held in person. Um, and so we are potentially having three public hearings um, in 2024. Uh, the first one is actually just approving our 2024 action plan. I would have brought that to you in February. Um, I don't know if I will be back in Wisconsin in February. So um, I'm asking if you would please push that to March um, so I can be there. Um, Cause I just can't have you guys meet without me. It's just not possible. <laughs> uh, and then we uh, would be meeting in June and that will be a bigger public hearing where you might see even more marketing of trying to get people to attend our meeting to give us feedback because that is the first public meeting to talk about our future goals and objectives for the next five years. So we'll be asking people, what are we missing? What should we be um, prioritizing? We fund, especially with CDBG, um, a variety of things besides housing. We also fund economic development and job creation. So those are our opportunities to start talking about, um, you know, if, if you have $10, where should we be prioritizing that $10? More to housing, more to economic development, and so forth. So we'll be encouraging people to um, come to that meeting to voice their opinion. We'll also be working on a survey. Uh, we usually do a survey in conjunction with Dane County uh, that goes out to residents and to our service providers. Again, asking those questions of what are our current needs um, how should we be looking forward to the future to give us advice? 
And then um, once we kind of get all of that information, um, we need to have another public hearing to say, okay, here's what we heard and here is what our plans are. So that would be the third um, public hearing. We currently are um, hiring. We have a job posting. It is uh, open until January 23rd for a student. Um, we are trying to work with the UW or Madison College to hire uh, someone and um, to come in as an intern for all of 2024 that is really gonna help us through this process um, and help us with uh, the research and the data and writing our report. So once that person gets um, on board and hired, I am gonna go through, especially that September date and make sure it works again. This is obviously a living document work plan, so things might shift, but here is pretty much our goals right now for the year. And then if you're looking at the agenda, we did post, um, we had this at our December meeting, but we're just reposting it, um, which is the calendar for all of 2024, because we do have some meetings that are the second Thursday instead of our typical first Thursday. Those just, um, yeah, I know Ben sends those Outlook meetings, but uh, just a, a heads up um, for you to maybe you know, keep in mind. Great. Thanks, Lynette. Anybody have questions on the calendar? All right, there's three exciting times to meet in person, so I'll make the most of it. Maybe bring some snacks. Let's see how it goes. And then item number six, staff report. Hey everybody, uh, happy new year. Um, I don't have re really anything to, to report out to the committee um, tonight. I expect we'll have plenty to talk about um, at your meeting next month though. Okay, that's it. Take a uh, motion to adjourn then. Thanks, Matt. Second from Angie. Okay, I mean, 22 minutes. Not bad, crew. Have a good night. <laughs> Bye. You too, good night.